Sam, I think the TV is broken. What did you do? Nothing. It's just gone totally blank. Did you hit the wrong button? I hit lots of buttons. I don't know what any of them did. Here, let me see. See? There we go. The input was just wrong. God, these newfangled machines are so needlessly complicated. <laughs> wow, you are the cutest nine-year-old man in the world. <laughs> well, I'm still catching up, okay? I know. Here, you press this button for DVDs, which no one really uses anymore. And then there's cable and Netflix and this input for Chromecast. Wait, what's this? Oh, yeah, I was trying to Chromecast Lemonade because it's not on demand anywhere. Do you have a title account? Also, what is title? No, 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 the stuff on your browser, these job listings. Oh, yeah, uh, I was uh, just looking around. Around the country, apparently. I'm not having any luck here. This is actually something I've been meaning to talk to you about. Hello, hello. Listen, I know it's March and therefore technically spring, but I brought ingredients for hot chocolate and enough marshmallows to feed an army. Hey, sis. Hi, Joan. Everything all right? Yeah, just a little snafu with the TV. Uh-oh, did you figure it out? Yep, all good. Good, because I was promised a musical extravaganza. I cannot believe you've never seen Singing in the Rain. I'm not really into old movies. Whoa, okay, Singing in the Rain is not an old movie. It's a classic. It's the best musical film ever made. It has everything. Song, dance, comedy, drama, Debbie Reynolds, and Gene Kelly. Truly something for everyone. Exactly. Wow, I had no idea you guys were such musical buffs. Yeah, this is pretty unexpected. Just don't get them started in the high society debate. Oh my god, here we go. Frank Sinatra, Grace Kelly, Bing Crosby. I'm sorry, it just doesn't compare. Explain, please. High society is the far superior musical adaptation of the Philadelphia story. A perfect movie. Ignore my brother, high society is better. Ignore my sister, the Philadelphia story has Jimmy Stewart, Katherine Hepburn, and Cary Grant. I mean, that's the dream. Right there, that's the dream. But High Society has music by Cole Porter. Has anyone else seen either of these movies? Oh, I have. Many times. Because these two insist I take a side. It's okay if you want to agree with me, Sam. My brother will forgive you. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sorry, Joan, but I'm with Mark on this one. Oh, yes. That can't stand. You have a bias. And not just because he's my boyfriend. I just liked the Philadelphia story better. But High Society literally has a song called I Love You, Samantha. I know, I know. But... But that scene between Hepburn and Stuart when they're drunk? Yes, yes, exactly. I mean, it's swoon-worthy. You're quite a girl, aren't you? You think? <laughs> yeah, I know. Thank you, Professor. Okay, now I'm interested. <laughs> what? I can like romantic stuff. Don't look at me, I know that. Then why am I feeling surprised? Oh. I mean, I've only known you for a month, and, you know, you seem pretty... Meatheady? Dork. <laughs> the, the surprise may also be coming from me. I thought you couldn't abide romantic stories, Sam. Yeah, well, you know, things change. Yeah, I think I can take credit for that. Okay. <laughs> you guys really aren't what I expected. What, did you think it would be superhero central all the time? I mean, I guess. Well, that's why we're doing this. The last time you were here, things were a bit stressful. And I know that you've spent some time with Caleb and Adam since, but we want to get to know you. Show you that we're, you know... Not super weird and intense all the time? Right. No, I get it. Thanks for having me over. It's cool meeting other atypicals our age. I mean, like, as far as I know, I'm the only one at school. I kind of doubt that. What? I don't know. I've been keeping an eye out for weird stuff ever since I learned about you and just... 
There's always been something fishy about Caitlyn. <laughs> Who's Caitlyn? Adam's competition for valedictorian. Oh I just don't know how she gets perfect grades, <laughs> plays field hockey, is class treasure, and apparently has abundant time to take selfies with Jessica. Either she has a time turner or she's atypical. Or she's just really smart and good at multitasking. Honestly, she sounds like how Joni was in high school. Really? Oh, yeah. She was in charge of every science club the school had. She even started her own Women in Science Club. And I was the only member, so I'm not sure that counts. Sure it does. You were paving the way. I wonder if that club still exists. Did you guys grow up here? Uh, no. Joni moved here for grad school and I followed. You know, Mark, I'm not the only one who accomplished a lot in high school. If I remember correctly, you were elected student body president. Twice. Without running. <laughs> no, seriously? <gasps> now hold on, that's putting it on a bit strongly. Without running? Twice? It was a very elaborate prank that my friends somehow pulled off two years in a row. I never actually took the position. I wasn't even on the ballot. Did you, you know, do anything? What do you mean? Like, with your ability? Oh, no. I don't think so, anyway. I don't even really know I was atypical until college, actually. Really? Yeah. I mean, my ability needs other atypicals to work, so... I guess I learned late, too, but I always assumed I'd have something, given my family. Are all of you dreamwalkers? Nope. Dad's telekinetic, mom's psychic, and my brother's a mind reader. Wow. <laughs> How common is that for a bunch of family members to have abilities? We know that atypical abilities are genetic to an extent, but we've been unable to predict why it appears in some individuals and not others of the same genetic line. Like how you and Mark are siblings and you don't have an ability. Exactly. Mm, it's the same with Caleb and his sister. Well, as far as we know, I mean, Alice is only 13, so there's still plenty of time. I kind of think she is atypical. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I have a feeling. And you don't believe my hunch about Caitlin? Oh, of course I do. <laughs> Mark, were your parents atypical? Um, no, they weren't. Wow, so they must have been really surprised when your power started. Let's watch the movie. I say we start with Singing in the Rain and then move on to either My Fair Lady or Funny Face. Sounds good to me. Where's that coming from? Is that your landline? Uh, yeah, I think it is. Wait, you have a landline? It's good for emergencies. <laughs> it's probably just a spam call. I'm not going to bother. What's the sing-along protocol? Oh boy, the what? Typically, Mark and I sing along to these kinds of movies, but if it's Caleb's first time seeing it... This really is a whole new side of you, isn't it? Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> wow, persistent telemarketers. I guess I'll get it. Here, just hit select and I'll start playing. Do you want us to wait? That's okay. The opening titles alone are like half the movie. Hello? Hello, Samantha. Who is this? You don't recognize my voice from your travels. Wadsworth. It's good to finally speak to you, Samantha. How did you get this number? Oh, please. What do you want? I thought it was about time we talked. And why is that? Only seems fair if you're going to go poking around in my past. How on earth do you know where I've been going? I didn't. What? Basic psychology, Samantha. You're a time traveler with PTSD and abandonment issues, making you highly protective of your loved ones. Your boyfriend has a vendetta against a, me, a vendetta? But, but if I remember correctly, Mark doesn't particularly like talking about his past. But you'd still want to know what happened to him, or at least what I'm like, and so you'd naturally go back to observe the AM. The moment you stopped trying to hack us, I knew you'd gone back. And you just confirmed it. That's... There's nothing illegal about what I'm doing. Is that how we're measuring morals these days, legality? I didn't realize you were measuring morals at all. Because if we were, everything I do is legal. <laughs> That's not true. 
I've seen what you do. It's abuse at best and violates the Geneva Convention at worst. I can't commit crimes against people that technically don't exist. <sighs> okay, genuinely, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, isn't that sweet? I've always loved how close relationships create linguistic change in individuals. Granted, I've never spoken to you before, but that sure sounds like Mark Bryant to me. Don't talk about him. It made it hard sometimes to do the work. He would say something and sound just like Joan. He probably didn't even realize that he got those speech patterns from her. And you tortured him anyway. The work was too important, Samantha. There's very little room for compassion in our field. That's not what Dr. Bright would say. I'm sure you didn't feel that way when you first met her. That's not what your sister would say. Oh. Dear Rebecca, the paragon of virtue. You know, she has her own skeletons buried somewhere in that perfect closet of hers. I'm sure she does. Please, don't pull them out, whatever they are, for Adam's sake. And don't you dare pretend that you care for my nephew more than I do. I wouldn't presume to know what you feel about anything, Wadsworth. But his boyfriend is terrified of you. That's not really conducive to a close relationship. I'm not the boogeyman, Samantha. You know that I like being called Sam. All those files you have, your secret ways of getting information, you must know. But you keep calling me Samantha. It's your name. Not the one I prefer. And you... You called him Byron in the beginning. I, I saw that. It is his real first name. That he hates. He's always gone by his middle name. I'm sure he made that very clear very quickly. Yes, Mark isn't quiet about his opinions. Why do it? What? Call people by names they hate. Basic human psychology, Samantha. <sighs> then why did you ever start calling him Mark? Byron is... It became less advantageous on the whole to call him that. <sighs> Byron is one of Joan's favorite poets. You didn't want to be reminded of who you were hurting. Well, you're a quick study, aren't you? Spending the past year decoding the way Joan's mind works has given me a new skill set. That skill set seems to involve forging identities out of thin air. <sighs> Is that why you're calling? Let sleeping dogs lie, Annabelle. He's vanished from my sight again, this time presumably for good. I can't tell you how much that grates on me. Mm, too bad. You know, forging documents is illegal. I haven't admitted to anything. Of course. Just leave him be. And definitely don't call me again looking for him. I hope to never know Damien's whereabouts ever again. Was hiding him from my view completely necessary? Yes. I don't say this lightly, but I'm impressed. If you've really found a way for him to re-enter society without me knowing, that is quite a feat. I'm not saying I did anything, but if I did, Joan would have been a great help. She knows what you'd be looking for. She knows how your mind works, Wadsworth. You should remember that. Fine. I'll leave it alone. Waiting for his ability to come back was a long shot anyway, but I like to know where the nuclear warheads are buried. Speaking of which, I hope you are keeping track of the whereabouts of one Mark Bryant. It would be very bad if he were to disappear from my radar. Stay away from him, Wadsworth. How do you think he'd feel about you poking in his past? I don't think he'd thank you for it. Mark supports what I'm doing. And what are you doing, Samantha? Using your ability to gain information about us? Playing house? You can't have it both ways. You can't spy on him and build trust in your relationship at the same time. Believe me. I'm not spying. You knew I called him Byron. I, I've seen bits and pieces, but I leave. I wouldn't... 
I wouldn't look at his past without him. Samantha, you would do far worse if you thought it would protect him. Well, then don't give me reason to. I do have a heart, Samantha. I'd rather not hurt Joan further, but Mark may become useful to me in the future, and the work always comes first. If you try anything... Just keep an eye on him. If you drive him away with what you're doing, there's no telling what might happen. Hey, what's going on? I can feel you freaking out from the other room. Not that I'm complaining, but what was that for? Just happy to see you. I was only in the other room. I know. What's going on, Sam? Wadsworth. It was Wadsworth on the phone. What? I don't even really know why. I, I guess she's lost track of Damien, but, but I don't think it was about that. I mean, what is she doing? You never know. That's what's so unsettling about her. I'm, I'm sorry. For what? I don't know. For bringing it up. Better than not telling me. I just hate... I hate that she's looming over us. I keep waiting for the other shoe to drop. Hey, what do we agree? Repressed trauma boy is drinking hot chocolate and hot chocolate alone. Maybe anxiety girl can take a night off? You're right. Whatever she's up to, it'll hold until tomorrow. Exactly. So, hot chocolate? Uh, that's why I came in here. There is a mighty need. Need a hand? No offense, babe, but I wouldn't even trust you with Swiss Miss. Uh. But do you want to send Joan in? I'm sure she'll have opinions about the exact temperature of the milk or whatever. Sure thing. Just don't... Don't go anywhere. I'm safe, Sam. I may burn my fingers melting chocolate, but I'm safe. You haven't started yet, have you? Not yet. Good. You always burn the chocolate. I do not. I'm gonna get out of the way. Smart move, Sam. My sister's a terrible dictator in the kitchen. <laughs> Lies and slander. Good luck, you two. You know, I am capable of boiling milk on my own. I am not eight anymore. It's amazing you didn't burn the entire house down with that particular experiment. It's amazing I didn't burn down the house with a lot of things. That's why you have me. You don't have to take care of me anymore, Joni. Actually, that was never your job. No one else was doing it. Hey, aren't I supposed to be the one who's resentful of our parents? I don't see why we can't use it as a sibling bonding exercise. Just let it go, Joni. They're not going to call me back, and that's fine. Well, no, it's not, but it is what it is. So you're telling me you've let it go? I, I don't know. As much as I can, I guess. You should have known that they wouldn't want to talk to me. You're their son. You were missing for years. They should have called you back. But I'm their son who was missing for years because he's atypical. They never accepted me for what I am. They were never going to accept me getting in trouble for it. I think they were relieved, at least, that you were safe. You talked to them? Very briefly. I called about a week after you left them the message. I thought maybe they hadn't heard it somehow. But they had. Yes. <laughs> Figures. You can't fix something that's been broken that long. I had to try. It isn't yours to fix. Of course it is. It's my family. Look, I'm okay with it. Or at least I'm as okay with it as I'm ever going to be, so you can be too. Very well. 
So, um, Wadsworth called. What? Just now. That's who Sam was talking to. What does she want? Guess she's pissed about Damien skipping town. Ah. I hadn't realized he was officially gone. Yeah, a few days ago. Looks like he ended up using the documents Sam made for him because he's hidden from Wadsworth now. That's good. How are you doing about it? It was weird. Sam barely had to tell me. I woke up a few days ago and I just felt lighter. I wasn't sure he was ever going to go. I kept worrying that he was going to show up at our door, but now I'm just relieved. Me too. I was going to tell you when you got here, but then the boys showed up. Don't you think they'd want to know? They think he left a month ago. I don't see the point in contradicting that. Yes. Well, it certainly took him long enough. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't want another night wrecked by him, but here we are, I guess. Nothing's wrecked. You're not wrecked. I didn't say that. But you were thinking it. Yeah. Fuck. Here, let me. Go run your hand underwater. God, is it totally burnt? We can just make more. What? Why are you smiling at me like that? It's just... It's like old times. Same old Mark getting distracted and letting the milk boil over. Hey, you were standing right here too. It's not a criticism. It's... Nice. Some things don't change. That's me. Same old Mark. You're going to be okay, Mark. Damien's gone, we'll deal with Wadsworth, and you'll be okay. I promise. Right. Right. Yeah. I'll be okay. So, what did we think? Really awesome. <laughs> yes! Victory! Man, it's been ages since I've seen it. I totally forgot about that long sequence towards the end. Oh, yeah, that, that whole Fantasia bit with the different dance scenes? Mm -hmm. That was fucking cool. Yeah, you know, it's funny... What, 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 what's funny? Oh, just, well, I don't know if this is weird. This is generally a group you can say weird things to. That whole part of the movie reminded me of, well, of dreamwalking. Really? That's what it's like? I mean, it's usually not that colorful or energetic, but the sort of unreal sets and weird, abrupt changes of scenery, it can be like that. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. It really, really is. Rose, are, are you all right? Yep, I'm good. But maybe we should change the subject just in case. Right. Should we put on another movie? Sure, let's do it. My fair lady, I'm down. Same. Sounds good to me. But just one more. We shouldn't keep you all out too late. <laughs> Joan, <laughs> it's not even nine o'clock. Yeah, come on, Dr. Bright. We're, we're all adults. Oh, smooth. <laughs> oh, is someone a little tired? Hey, it's been a long week, okay? My dad's on a deadline for his new book, and his stress has been keeping me up at night. God, that must be rough. Feeling everyone's feelings all the time? It's definitely not a picnic. Not all bad, though. No, definitely not all bad. Whatever. You are such a sap. Yeah, no offense, but you guys are all a little nauseating. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to have you around, Rose. Can I help with that? That's all right. No, come on, let me dry. I like doing it. You do? Yeah. Me and my mom will do dishes together whenever we need to have big talks or whatever. I think it relaxes both of us. I understand that. I find it soothing as well. You should see the living room. Sleep city out there. Really? Yeah, I think putting on a third movie was a bit ambitious, but 
Mark really wanted to watch the Philadelphia story. <laughs> and then he has the audacity to sleep through it. Yeah, well, sounds like he could use the rest. Why do you say that? Caleb just says he's tired a lot. I know you try to get him to be more specific about emotions and that tired doesn't really count, but Caleb says it's, it's like a deep exhaustion. And that's definitely a feeling. I can understand that. Yeah, me too. Congratulations on Yale, by the way. I don't think I said that yet. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of a dream come true, to be honest. I'll bet. But, uh... Yes? I don't know. I guess, I guess I'm just a bit nervous. It is a challenging school, but I have no doubt that you'll do very well there. Oh, no, it's not that. It's just... I don't know, it's not that I think I'm going to get perfect grades right away or anything, but it's just... It's scary to move away from home. Yeah, and mm -hmm. it's like high school wasn't great there for a while, you know, but the past year and a half have been good. And it's not just Caleb. Tonight was fun. I know I sort of went off on everybody last time we were all together, and I'm, I'm really sorry about that. It's all right, Adam. But... I like spending time with all of you. I never really I never really had a group of friends before. And I know that Sam and Mark and everyone are older, but I don't know, it's nice. You're an only child, correct? Yep. Yeah, just me and I always liked that, but this is good too. It is. And you'll find another group like this at college, I have no doubt. <laughs> I don't think I'll find another group quite like this one. <laughs> No, I, I suppose not. <laughs> Especially without Caleb around. I doubt I'll run into any atypicals. I hope he does. I know how much nights like this mean to him. He needs people who can relate, you know? I, I can't give him that. No one person can be everything for someone. Right. Yeah, you're right. Caleb hasn't heard back from schools yet, has he? Hmm? Uh, has Caleb received his admission letters? Oh, uh, no. No, not yet. Soon, though. Are you all right, Adam? What? Uh, yeah. I'm fine. Sorry, I just got a weird head rush or something. Do you want to sit down? No, I'll be fine. It's just too much sugar, I think. Speaking of... Ugh, I thought I told Mark to soak that. Don't worry, I got it. I bake a lot. I know how to get melted chocolate out of a saucepan. I'll leave it to you then, and go wake everyone up so you can get headed home. Sounds good. Thanks, Dr. Bright. For what? Just for listening. Thanks. You're welcome. Episode 49 was written and directed by Lauren Shippen and produced by Misha Stanton, with production help from Evan Cunningham. In this episode, you heard the voices of Andrew Nowak as Mark, Lauren Shippen as Sam, Julia Morizawa as Dr. Bright, Brigham Snow as Caleb, Alex Gallner as Adam, Alana Fox as Rose, and Alex Marshall-Brown as Wadsworth. Our music is composed and performed by Evan Cunningham. 
it feels unbelievable to say this, but our next episode will be our 50th episode. I can't believe that we've made it this far, and I'm really excited about what we have planned for this milestone. But a big 50th episode, and every episode we've made since season one, would not have been possible without the support of our patrons on Patreon. So thank you guys so much for supporting us. If you'd like to join our strange and unusual family there and get more insight into how the show is made, you can go to patreon.com slash The Bright Sessions. The Bright Sessions will be returning on March 21st with that big 50th episode. So until then, stay strange. Stay strange.